0: But as we kept driving around, there's so many more, and I think mid-mod is something really coming back these days, you know, the clean lines, single level, open concept footprint, and there are so many of them represented by John Benya.
1: When John Benya entered a room, you were aware of his presence. I mean, he was just, that kind of guy, real flamboyant. It's
2: the first thing you see when you fly into Quincy, and it's a huge architectural statement, so. That's my personal favorite of Ben Yez and Quincy. Mid-century modern architecture is having a moment, and it turns out Quincy is a great place to see it as we learn by exploring a new self-guided tour on St. Louis on the Air. I'm Laura
0: Hamden, producer for St. Louis on the Air. Before today's episode, I want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. Our team works hard to provide nuance on the news that shapes your life and your community. We wouldn't be able to do this without your support. The money you give to St. Louis Public Radio helps fund our podcast. Please go to stlpr.org donate and give an amount that works for you.
1: Your contribution along with that of your neighbors is what fuels St. Louis on the air. We're really grateful. Thank you for your support.
2: I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Quincy, Illinois offers a treasure trove of architecturally significant buildings, as local architect Tony Crane explains.
1: Well, again, being from Quincy and growing up here, I really think that's the main reason I wanted to be an architect, because uh, we have such a collection of just absolutely amazing architecture uh, that that is so well um, documented and so well maintained i think a lot of uh, the uh, you go back to the uh, pre- prior architects in town and the the teens from even 1906 1910 15 17 and and even prior to the 1900s late 1880s we got unbelievable residential buildings that go back to uh, you know, 1886 that are along our main street here in town. And so the styles, you can almost drive down main street and look at the various styles as they go through time.
2: And that is Quincy architect Tony Crane. Now, the town has a particularly great collection of mid-century modern buildings with a number of works that were designed by noted architect John Benya. Those buildings are the focus of a new self-guided driving tour, and it offers 30 prime mid-century modern structures and and shows you where to find each one and gives some context. This guide is called Mid-Mod Quincy, and joining me to talk about it is Holly Kane. She's the executive director of C. Quincy. So, Holly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So as Tony explained, Quincy seems to be such an architect's dream of a city. Why is that that you have, have such a great collection here that that weren't torn down?
0: It is. Well, I believe it all started with our founder, John Wood and he built his Greek Revival home that's said to be one of the Midwest finest examples of Greek Revival, also the first example of historic preservation in Illinois. Mm -hmm. So this home, to me, started it out in 1825 when John Wood came to Quincy and settled uh, our fine area. And so... Quincyans have well watched over all of the structures, including the John Wood Mansion and so many more. So um, you know we've got a large, a diverse, as Tony mentioned, really architecture from A to Z. Hmm. So Art Deco. We've I'm a Quincyan and I have drooled over some of these homes from for years growing up. Probably not as a child. I don't think I appreciated them. But sure. uh, as you mentioned, thirty of them. We're, we're just showcasing, but there are well more than 30. So each neighborhood on this mid-mod one um, gives you a selection, but if you even just get out of the car and walk, you'll see so, so uh, much
2: more. So this mid-mod guide, that's what you're here today to talk, t- to talk about. What made you decide to focus on that in particular?
0: Well, we our first architectural driving tour we did probably 10 years ago, and they all start here at our Villa Catherine Castle that we might, I know, talk about that's unique in itself. So we started with that driving tour. This is now our eighth driving tour. Hmm. And... Um, Because, you know, some of the mid-mod was represented in our architectural tour. But as we kept driving around, there's so many more. And I think mid-mod is something really coming back these days. You know, the clean lines, the single level, open concept footprint. And there are so many of them represented by John Benya, who we are featuring today, a renowned, renowned Quincy architect, it's his 109th birthday, if he was still living. And today, today would be his yes.
2: 109th birthday? Oh, wow. I, I didn't even know this. So happy birthday to the late John Benya. I guess that kind of puts a damper on the celebration. But but tell me about this guy. I understand he's originally from St. Louis. What what brought yes. him to Quincy.
0: He was brought here after um they he was here with several other architects that brought were brought here after the war after the war to help with the baby boomers homes. And um so yes, he came from Quincy or Saint Louis and he lived in Quincy. So his home is actually where, where um, very unique that he built, and um, it's on our tour as well, where he lived with his family. Um, and he's got buildings all over the country, about 500 of them, but so many of them right here in Quincy. And we are so proud of um, even our airport, how it was designed with uh, martini glasses and napkins for seven rings. So uh, his work, he was an artist in himself, And he was said that they were all original. He never did the same thing twice. So if you come for nothing else, come for uh, some of the Benya properties that are represented here. Now,
2: Benya, uh, he sounds like quite a character. And that architect who we played a clip from him earlier um, as I was introducing this segment, Tony Crane, he actually worked closely with John Benya. And here is what Tony remembers about him.
1: He is also... A bigger-than-life personality. Too, when when John Benya entered a room, you were aware of his presence. I mean, he was just that kind of guy, real flamboyant uh, individual. He was a stranger to no one. I mean, uh, he always wore white suits and smoked a big fat stogie cigar. And uh, but he he his collection of work as an architect in Quincy um, is really. Uh, really appreciated probably more, much more today than it was during his life. Uh, he he was a mid-modernist, you know, obviously, and and uh, was a strong uh, mid-modern uh, designer uh, with efficiencies, uh, materials being important. And of course, there was no such thing as an energy crisis during his time. So uh, <laughs> there was, um, you know, a lot of glass and a lot of uh, flat roofs and glass and, And that type of uh, matter of fact, he came up with a very unique that he used on all his buildings, a very, very unique modular grid system uh, that was very efficient.
2: And that is Quincy architect Tony Crane. Um, now, Holly, you had also mentioned the Quincy Regional Airport. This is something that John Benya designed. And this guide that you have to mid mod Quincy, you had commissioned St. Louis based artist Elsie Tuttle to do a piece for this guide. And here's what she told us about this airport. I have to say, I'm a sucker for the Quincy Regional Airport. <laughs> um, so when I was a kid, we would go there, there was actually a restaurant that you could go to inside the airport and watch all the planes landing and taking off. So we used to go with our grandparents and get sandwiches. And since living in St. Louis, I've actually flown into the airport in Quincy for quick trips a few times. So it's a really, it's a great connection and it's the first thing you see when you fly into Quincy and it's a huge architectural statement. So that's my personal favorite of Benya's and Quincy. And that is um, artist Elsie Tuttle. She's a Quincy native. Now, Holly, this airport, you had mentioned these martini glasses. And I need to slow you down on this one because I honestly had never seen the Quincy airport until I started researching this segment. It is so unique looking. And this martini glass story, tell me the, the story of how it got the look that it has.
0: Well, it was John Benya, and I had heard, Tony could correct me, that he was running a little behind on his drawings and renderings for the airport. And um, I think like the night before it was due, but he was having cocktails and turned the martini glass, yes, upside down, and used the rings to demonstrate or maybe they inspired him uh, for the seven different, um, you know, pattern. So they laid out the foundation for the design that's still here. And um, the airport is made so much of glass and light, and I believe it's to look like the ocean as well, the inside, how it's designed. It's really a work of art, and like Elsie said, the first thing when visitors come in, what a masterpiece for us. How lucky are we that they can start there at yeah, our do airport? You,
2: do you see tourists, even if they're driving in, that the airport is a place where they make a stop? It, it's that interesting? Uh, it that is. People it check is. this it's thing out. It's last stop on the
0: tour if they start the architectural tours uh, that we've provided. We always start them at our visitor center, which is a Mediterranean castle, and that's a great start as well. And then the driving tour does incorporate the airport, of course.
2: Hmm. So I understand another important structure of Benya's is the St. Boniface Church. This is considered his finest work. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Yes, of course. So, that is in the heart of our downtown. It's right now sitting vacant and we hope that it becomes also a shrine to Father Augustine Tolton, who was on, who is on his way to sainthood. He was ordained here in 1886 and he's the nation's first black priest. Mm. So, we are sure hopeful that this beautiful church built in 1962 with terrazzo floors and stone walls and like you said, his masterpiece. We hope it becomes more than just a a structure sitting empty on the corner of a very important corner in our downtown.
2: Hmm. Well, so this church is is a big deal. I know the airport is a big deal. Um, What's something you would point to as more of a hidden gem on this list, something that people might not know about but is worth giving a look?
0: Well, I love the Kuna House. This was built uh, for... uh, John Benya built this home for $35,000, and it is in a beautiful neighborhood. It's in the Country Club neighborhood, right in the center of town. This one has really been built with the outside living indoors. So built with a koi pond inside and an indoor garden and glass-supported walls, you know, heated cork floors, it even has a greenhouse. So this is one of the gems that I've always admired. And um, the whole Country Club neighborhood is really worth parking your car and walking through. It's stunning. But that's going to be my favorite one is the Kuna House.
2: So this is a driving tour, but there are parts where you could get out of your car and, and there's enough that are close to each other? There are, there are, um, so the Lincoln Hill
0: Country Club Ridgewood subdivisions, they're scattered with beautiful mid-mod century homes. And so those, yes, you can easily park your car and walk. And we've even got a new uh, B&B in the heart of everything, too, that you can stay at the gas lamp eatery. So we've got some new developments here that I think are great for architectural passionate people like ourselves that appreciate uh, being right in the heart of it.
2: So this Mid-Mod Quincy, this is a great guide. You have um, a commissioned art piece within this guide by Elsie Tuttle, who we heard from earlier. Um, She's a Quincy native. She's an artist in St. Louis. What made you reach out to her to include her original piece in this guide?
0: Well, her mother works for us here at Sequency, and so it was an easy ask. Uh, Lori Tuttle is, has been our PR and marketing and designer and advertising um, manager for eight to ten years, and... We know the talents that her whole family brings, and um, we often tap into those. So it was an easy ask. I had seen an inspiration from a trip to uh, South Beach on a card I wanted to uh, replicate for Quincy, and we asked Elsie, and we got... So much more in this beautiful watercolor uh, pen and ink that she did and even did the research on the Palmer handwriting uh, that's incorporated incorporated in it. So hmm. yes, we got much more than we asked for when we asked Elsie.
2: So if people want to check out this guide and get started on setting up a Quincy trip of their own, um, where should they go to get more information?
0: We've got this guide and all of our guides on Sequincy.com, and they can download the guide there, but it might even be easiest just to request a travel packet, and we will send you a hard copy of the colorful guide with the pen and ink watercolor on the back for you, and um, we'll send you a, f- a few other guides that we adore, too, such as our off-the-record um, piece and our visitor guide and other things to see and do. We are still open, and... Um, you know, in a safe manner, these driving tours have been a, a, a great selling point for us that people can do them safely
2: on their own. So So I got to ask you one last question before I let you go. And you've mentioned a couple of times you've got this 100-year-old Mediterranean Moroccan villa. I understand this is where these tours begin and this is where you work out of. What is the backstory on how a Moroccan villa ends up in Quincy, Illinois?
0: That's right. So it was built for a world traveler, George Metz. They can't find that Mr. Metz had to work. He was a sole male heir to a pharmaceutical and furniture fortune. And Metz traveled on ships around the country and are actually around the world brought back his sketches, and had this built here. So it is a Moroccan, Spanish, Mediterranean villa built in 1900. And um, I'm lucky enough to have to work up here in the master bedroom and overlook the Mississippi River. And um, it's like nothing you've seen. You would not expect it here in Quincy amongst our bungalows and other architectural features. It's, It's a very unique treasure. It was almost torn down to become a railroad because the grounds the railroad wanted it for the um, river commerce and uh, we're glad that didn't happen. So our mm-hmm. park district bought it for a dollar. They maintain the expansive grounds and we uh work inside and help keep it open, but it is our visitor center. So any visitor com- visitor coming to Quincy can sure start here and gain a little bit of what we see each day with uh, this Moroccan villa.
2: That is so cool. Well, that's a great place to start any tour. And if you want to think about starting that tour, com has all the information you need. So Holly Kane, Executive Director of Quincy thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you.